0: this week on tea with queen and jay are black british actors quote-unquote taking black american roles or is white supremacy just doing what it do black trans women are being killed left and right and the media is acting like it's their fault and we knew janet jackson was blacklisted but do you know the white man's name who did it it's never a conspiracy always a whole ass white man fucking with whole ass black people it's tea with queen and jay people drink up queen of with queen and jay okay we ready yep we're ready all righty ready ready what's up
1: nothing much how you doing
0: i'm okay I'm okay. Did not write in my feelings journal.
1: Why <laughs> did you not do that shit? I really, and I meant to check on you. I really her,
0: hate doing it. And I
1: meant to check on you. And I was like, she's grown. I thought about it. I really
0: do hate doing it. Once when, when I do it and like it's done, it's fine and it's helpful. But I really, I knew hate doing I should have.
1: And I was like, she's grown. I don't.
0: Yeah, I don't like talking about my feelings. And but so you talk
1: about them all the time here because it's on important. the show.
0: It's important that I know it's important that I do it but i don't like to do it i don't like to do it and so writing them to myself i didn't want to do that either i've been i'm always with myself but it is helpful i just didn't do it
1: writing them is different than thinking about them in your head because you're getting it out that is the purpose i know i just don't like doing it but you do do it
0: like Um, you get it out like you
1: come on the show and you get it out which is great right so i'm saying that you do actively find ways to get it out
0: but that's because i'm gonna be here i'm gonna be on the mic anyway you know like writing i have to stop whatever i'm doing Mm -hmm. and i have to like make the intention to write in my feelings journal anyway and i think that's the
1: purpose of the feeling feeling Uh, journal to intentionally take uh, time for yourself to address your feelings welcome to tea with queen and jay (laughs) we (laughs) We
0: are are two two womanist race nerds talking shit shit over tea. tea
1: dismantling white
0: supremacist patriarchal capitalism one episode at a time
1: i'm queen i'm jay and, and this is tea with queen and jay Ow. hey that was in the middle what yours you know how you was doing a do like oh the,
0: was you think it was a little uh higher no it was a little one? higher but it
1: wasn't high it was like in the got middle.
0: got it got it but got again.
1: it got it i'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be listening to them now okay.
0: <laughs> right. mine's and always gonna be
1: in Analyzing Because my voice is high That's fair I, yeah. That's cool If you would like to follow The conversation being had On this podcast You can do so by Using our hashtag Hashtag Tea with QJ um, You am use it on Instagram Twitter Facebook Instagram stories We love when you use it We retweet it We like that And you can find Other tea friends Who listen to this show By using that hashtag You can also use The hashtag Podden And that allows Other people on that hashtag To find Tea with Queenie J So use the hashtag and also
0: yes we are recording at the indie creative network studios you can check them out at icn.dj can you tell us what libations are
1: libations
0: hey
1: one of my favorite parts of the show because so. for some reason i have to search for good things because there's always so many bad things yeah
0: it's good to take a moment yeah and, celebrate. and that's
1: why we do it at the top of the show mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you know, that's why i'm like writing in my feelings journal because it'd be bad feelings <laughs> write those down,
1: <laughs> get them shits out all
0: right it's important as yeah. a person
1: who keeps everything in Mm-hmm. I know how important it is.
0: Stupid journal. To
1: get things okay. out. Journals work for me. Okay. Anyways, libations are when we show love for the people, places, and things that give us black joy. So, we pour some for the homies um, and all of that. And those are our libations. Jay, what are your libations this week?
0: Um, I wanted to libate podcast Marsha's Plate and the yes! homie Diamond Styles for oh giving us an awesome tribute song Yo, that was at the fucking beginning dope. of the last episode. What was that episode for? What I have, don't know the numbers. I just
1: okay. know it was the last one I listened to. Okay. I
0: listened to it twice. I wanna okay. I wanna call it forty-nine, but don't don't judge me. But it's mm-hmm. the last episode of Marsha's Plate Podcast. Please make sure that you are listening to yes. Marsha's Plate. The hosts are Diamond Styles, Mia Mix, and Z or Sahir. Please make sure you're checking them out. It's so a really much good to podcast. learn and like it's really just a window seat into wait, a window seat? No. It's really
1: I was like, huh?
0: <laughs> you get a view that seems creepy. It is creepy, right, right. No. They don't want
1: voyeurs. They don't want voyeurs. No.
0: It is it's a it's a conversation with friends and three trans friends talking about things that we rarely hear discussed, yeah. especially in public, especially in public media, yeah. um, or definitely not in mainstream media. And they answer a lot of your stupid questions. Yes. So make sure that you are listening to Marsha's Play. Be sure to check out that podcast. It's an excellent podcast. And we love you. Thank you, Diamond. Yeah, thanks for Thank that. You, Plate. I had to
1: listen twice. Aw. Somebody tweeted it, like, and I was like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. So then I listened to the episode, and then I was like. This is a good episode. I'm going to listen to it again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But yeah, thanks for that, libations. What are your libations? My libations are for my friend Ashley, who actually had me on her podcast a few weeks ago, and I kept forgetting to put her libations here. Ashley, who does nails? No, she does not do nails. That's who I was with when
0: when I got 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 those those nails. nails. Yes.
1: Well, let me know when she
0: starts doing nails.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so that's what I was with when I got my nails done. Mm-hmm. And um, I was on her podcast, and her podcast is called Rosé on the Reg. And basically, we just drinking rosé and talking about a lot of pop culture shit. It was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. And it meant a lot for me to be, um, this is only her seventh episode. So it meant a lot for me to be on her beginning of her podcast. Because when I first started McVixen, she wrote a lot of the first articles that oh, was get on out there. here. So it was like, of course I'll, I'll be on your show. Right. Like, you know, like whatever. That's you were awesome. like a part of the birth of something I created so yeah. of course how y'all be on your show so um check out episode seven um hella sexual up in here and that's where you hear me i talking listened to, to it
0: i enjoyed it it was nice to hear you even though it was structured and there were topics it was nice to hear you just like talking your shit like yeah. y'all were just drinking and having yeah, a conversation so it was talking, fun because yeah. i feel like we do that here to an extent but we have like topics and shit like that sometimes it's nice not often some of y'all niggas do that all the time but sometimes it's nice to just like sit around and hear an interesting conversation i think, conversation, I a think casual those kind of
1: conversations are good when there's interesting things being talked right, about right. sometimes people just be on podcasts and just be talking yeah and it's not interesting right <laughs> we've, been, we've been there we've been there we've done it before no we've always been interested don't do that
0: um don't do that we have always been interesting, yeah. but it was some early episodes that could have been edited maybe at all period
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe maybe we just needed to edit um but no it was a good conversation so be sure to check that out hey ashley who does not do nails but has- <laughs> Rosé on the Reg podcast. Congrats on your new podcast. Yes. Good job, good yes, job, good definitely. job. Do you want to tell the people how to donate to this yes, podcast? Yes, you can donate
1: to this podcast by going to com. We ask for donations because they help us progress this podcast, sustain this podcast, and keep this podcast going. Mm-hmm. All money that is given to this podcast is invested into this podcast. That's right. Okay? So, you can do so by going to our website, TeaWithQueenandJay.com, and we give you there two options. Two. The first option is the PayPal option, and that is no commitment there. You come whenever you want and give however much you want, however many times you want. And another option is our Patreon option, and that is where we ask for a little bit of commitment. We are only asking for $2 a $2. month. dollars. You can give more or less. That is to your discretion, but $2 a month is what we ask for. We also take don- donations by sharing this podcast, rating us, reviewing us, telling a friend. Yep, those, those are, are all donations. Support us. Yep. Yes. So we appreciate all donations we have our way. Do we have any donation libations? We do. We got new patrons this
0: week. Um, our new patrons include Bevy, Susan, Natalie, E. L. Smith, Dion, who upped their pledge. Thank you so much. And Aisha also upped their pledge and said,
1: "Aisha, you are the girl I never had, and I want to get to know you better." aisha you know i want you so bad what's, what's i else? don't remember the rest okay me neither but that was good yeah oh, that,
0: was, that. that was a little joint um <laughs> aisha up her pledge right up their pledge aisha says i'm upping my donation to five dollars a month because the two of you bring me so much joy i'll write something longer later but for now cheers to you thank you aisha thanks you're the girl we never had or the boy that we never had or the day that we never had. The person. You're the person that we never had. We want to get to know you better. Better. Thank you for this letter. <laughs> <laughs> We're combos. Oh, uh, we are. We also got a PayPal donation from Lydia. And Lydia says, Thanks for all you're doing. Thank you, Lydia.
1: We thank appreciate you for you. the guap.
0: Yes. Thank or you guac, for the guap.
1: As Jasmine would say.
0: Oh yes. Yes. <laughs> the guap or the guac.
1: I like them both patrons just a reminder we sent you an email last week we just need you to follow the instructions in that email right and half of you have done it already and lots of you have left us amazing notes we thank Aww. you for those notes we thank you for those kind words and the other people check your email whatever email address you use for your patreon we have something in there for you that's okay right. that's right that's right that's right are you ready to get into the show yes let's get into the show all right
0: actually Had iced coffee today, okay. Uh, that's my depression beverage of choice. <laughs> when it hurts to go outside, I when it hurts so bad, yeah. When it hurts so bad, um, yeah. When it hurts to leave my house, I, I drink coffee. So I do decaf, there's still some caffeine in there because mm-hmm. you don't want me on caffeine, but um, but yeah, so I, I did a oat
1: latte iced oat latte what oh well, you live in that place where you what? have oat lattes I'm like what the fuck is? oh that yeah yeah latte? well you know i got
0: lost on the way here <laughs> as if i never been here like i don't come here every week like i lost on the way here so i had to get off the train near my job and so i went <laughs> she was
1: going to her other job she wasn't coming to this job She was going
0: job. i got off the train to transfer i was like wait a minute
1: jay i think you need a break
0: oh, i do need a break <laughs> need i almost a break. got hit by
1: our car last week you need a fucking break that, but you need yeah,
0: a break. i'm just i'm a little out of it you but depression i think also makes you, you better like lay low <laughs> that's what i need i need to lay low <laughs> yes so i had an iced old latte it was delicious there was liquid sugar in it and so i'm happy what kind of tea are you drinking
1: i didn't drink tea i drink seltzer that okay. is like my old woman drink of should we choice. rename the podcast no because okay. we drink tea we, do we just drink haven't tea. Drink, drank any today all right so we, i didn't drink tea today i drank some seltzer because i just love that shit so interesting. I don't know what happened. The switch went off in my brain and all of a sudden I like seltzer. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm.
0: weird. I offered her water, like a nice bottle of water at my house. She's like, no, thank you. I'm drinking seltzer now. It's like, <laughs> all right.
1: <laughs> I need okay. my bubbles in my
0: water. Whatever then. What are your pronouns?
1: She and her. What
0: are your pronouns? She, her, they, them. And okay. what are you affirming for yourself this week?
1: I'm affirming as always that I'm a bad bitch. I'm affirming that I am enough. And I am also affirming that I deserve to be loved out loud.
0: Ooh. Yes.
1: Um, I'm playing back a lot of, I've had good relationships. Talking about romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. So I've had good ones, but then the ones that were bad are always the one where I feel like men were like hiding me mm-hmm. or like not proud of me or mm-hmm. like. Haters. Haters. Yep. I've been with men who were like haters mm-hmm. and I'm in a situation right now where the guy's just the complete opposite of that, and um loves me out loud, and I love Aww. that shit, and I deserve that shit. So I'm affirming so that I cute. deserve to be loved out loud. Okay. Baby, it's you. no sure. <laughs> you're the one. I- Let me stop. All right, <laughs> Shea Butter Bay. <laughs> with it. That's so, awesome. Yes. yes, you do
0: deserve that. I affirm as always that I am not a lady. I affirm that no wig shall hold me down oh i love that no wig shall hold me down yes or hold me back mm-hmm. you know we out here
1: yeah you know there's we people. make
0: things happen there's people, people out here
1: work. who like to kill wig joy
0: that's right that's right but we make it happen for. we ourselves. make it happen for ourselves we cut wigs we fucking style them to our heart's content mm-hmm yeah that's it you know nobody is gonna take my black hair joy mm-hmm. away exactly. so and like make sure that you all if buying hair is your thing buy it as self-care and don't let anyone take that joy away from you Bird. you know that's mm-hmm. the motto yeah and i affirm that this week i will attempt again to write in my feelings journal okay so
1: do you know it doesn't have to be long you can write two lines you could <sighs> write. I don't feel good today. Okay, and that's enough. All
0: right, all right. I'll do it. I almost put it in my bag today, and I was like, "What am gonna carry that for?
1: So Who I wants to carry their feelings, feelings in I'm a bag? Carry
0: my feelings in a bag. Not really be a bag lady. <laughs> well, I don't want to be a bag lady. Like <laughs> carrying them in a the bag. All right, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna use it this week. Okay. Speaking of baggage, okay. Hey, transition. And so something that we noticed lately. And that's kind of been bubbling about has been this conversation of British actors, black British actors taking or let me rephrase that language. Black British actors acting in American roles. Yeah. Right. So that came up. I want
1: to add that she took away the word taking. Okay. Yes. Because people be like going to come for my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I did. I rephrased that. I rephrased
0: that. Um, But I meant like acting in American American black American roles. Right. This recently came up when the actor Cynthia Erivo, I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce her last name, but um, you can correct me if I'm wrong.
1: I can't correct you because I wouldn't know. Okay.
0: (laughs) So she is a black British actor who is set to star in the upcoming Harriet Tubman in the US. A lot of us know her from playing Silly in The Color Purple Mm -hmm. on Broadway. I know
1: her from singing an Aretha Franklin tribute for Black Girls Rock because I didn't know who she was. I was like, who's this lady?
0: Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I didn't recognize her, yeah, I didn't. and I think it's because of because of her look that day. Oh. I didn't recognize I, I thought never, it might be. I never saw the
1: color purple on Broadway, so I didn't know at all.
0: Okay, and then I, like, I haven't who, seen who it singing? the billboards and everything. Oh, they were around, I didn't even pay attention. Okay, I
1: was like, Oh, who are who, singing? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then
0: so recently it came out that she's going to be in the upcoming Harriet Tubman film, which is set to start filming soon. And first of all, it's exciting that we're getting a Harriet Tubman movie,
1: that's exciting. It's exciting that Nicki Minaj has nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me feel right, so good. Right. I
0: want more information. I didn't like do all the information, the Googling mm-hmm. that I normally do, so I don't know who's got their hands on it. Yeah. But hopefully it's black people, hopefully it's other black people involved. In this production, because yes. just as a word of warning, I just think everybody should keep Harriet's name out their mouth. Yeah. Unless they got something nice to say. Like, don't reinterpret shit. Don't be doing no shit. Just leave it. Don't be shaking it up. Don't shake it up. Just leave the Harriet Tubman story alone. alone. Like, just leave it alone. You know what I'm saying? Or, like, depict it on screen in a way that's true which, and yeah. honoring to we don't no Harriet Tubman and Black women Why are you everywhere? remixing Harriet We don't need Tubman. a remix. So that came out and a few people on Instagram were, in her comments in Uh particular, were talking and questioning why British actors always, this is their language, take American roles. Uh Why are British actors taking American roles? Their language,
1: not J's. Right,
0: this (laughs) is their language. As roles for black folks in the U.S. expand, there are more black British folks in the U.S. acting as well. Mm -hmm. So that conversation has kind of been simmering and bubbling Most notably, about a year ago, Samuel Jackson, in reference to Daniel Kaluuya's role in Get Out, Mm -hmm. Sam Jackson got in trouble for his comments on Twitter. He did eventually apologize, but I thought that this quote was interesting because to me, it kind of speaks to... More of like the white supremacy that's involved in this mm-hmm. and less of the blaming black British folks. Yeah. Because that's what I think it's the not real a issue is. Thing. Right, right. So, some, what he said was in regards to black British actors, they quote, don't cost as much for US actors unless you're an unknown brother they're finding somewhere. Then I guess you'd be um, less expensive, is what he's trying to say. And then he says, they think they're better trained. When he says this, I don't know if he's saying, what I think he's saying is that white media thinks or, or white casting directors think: that black British folks are better trained. Yeah. So they think they're better trained for some reason than we are because they're classically trained. I don't know what the love affair is with all that. It's all good. Mm-hmm. so what again what i was gathering from that quote and i think he said some other stuff that was more like what the fuck are you saying um but what i gathered motherfucking
1: from snakes. <laughs> oh, and <this> motherfucking snakes <laughs> one of those kind of things one of those kind of <laughs> things
0: but what i gathered from this particular comment was he's talking about the ways in which uh white hollywood and white casting directors engage with br- black british actors yeah and it reminds me of when we think of Black actors in America, I think oftentimes the assumption, and I think a part of why we're often not nominated for shit, aside from like just general-ass, plain-ass racism, is the assumption of when a Black person is portraying Black life, on film, that they're not acting. Yeah, they just, just show up. They're just, up, doing, them, they're they're just, just being doing themselves. Being themselves. There's no. There's no acting required. Yeah. All them actors in the N.W.A. story, which is an excellent movie. Yeah. they did an amazing job. They weren't they nominated. Really yeah, job. they weren't nominated. They weren't considered because the assumption is these people are not stretching. They're not acting. They're just being their black American selves. Yes. This is just black life. As this is just what it is. As if
1: there's not movies with white Americans playing white American roles. Like, no one is saying, oh, they're just being themselves. Yeah. And it's, no, they're actors. No, they're though. acting. Yeah.
0: yeah. Especially, don't let a white person play a poor white person on screen. Oh. Girl, because you know white people is not supposed to be poor. Like, ever even though we know it's poor white people everywhere, that's not. They're like the
1: majority of the poor.
0: Yeah, but that if you act like a poor white person on TV, that's a that's an <laughs> that's an
1: Oscar, and then you make yourself ugly
0: in a movie, that's an Oscar. That is an Oscar. That's an Oscar. Mm-hmm. But for black folks, the assumption is that this is you're just being yourself, mm-hmm. regardless of the role. Yeah, it's like oh well, you're just you know you're just being anybody
1: could do that anyone could do it yeah this is who you are
0: or even i've heard conversations about casting where they want you to already as a black person you have to already show up being whoever it is that you are potentially being cast for so if you're a guy who is typically not what folks would consider street Mm -hmm. or quote unquote urban or from quote unquote the inner city. The inner city. city. If that's not who you are, but you show up as a black person interested in this role that requires that you be able to act like that that. instead of judging you on your acting. And can you play this part?
1: Already come in.
0: Right. You're already being judged for, Oh, you don't look street. I'm not scared right now. Right. I don't feel threatened. You came in here, you smiled, you shook my hand. Let's let's get you 50 cent. You
1: look a little too human.
0: You look too human. Why? What, what is this? Let's get a rapper yeah. to do this.
1: Get those yeah, get the the quarter, the two quarters. <laughs> you know they always mess up rappers names. <laughs> Tupac Shakur. What the hell was Tupac? <laughs> okay. That's funny. He was a great actor too. No, yeah, he was. He was trained. He's, he's been going to performing art school since he was right but we're just supposed to you know (laughs) the thing that made me think when you talk about the british actors also Mm -hmm. it makes me think of people's perception of black americans like Mm -hmm. we're wild and uncontrollable versus the perception of people from britain like right they can be ratchet or whatever but Mm -hmm. because of that accent or because of whatever people see it as something more refined right more controllable and better
0: yeah and and the u.s as a former British colony has romanticized romanticizes all of that UK shit, all yes. of that British shit. And the, that accent is more aligned in white America's head with whiteness. Yeah. It's more aligned with yep. whiteness. Mm-hmm. So if you come in as a black American for a role, the idea, to Sam Jackson's point, the idea that you are less classically trained for this role than your British counterpart yeah. is very real because mm-hmm. the assumption is that black Americans, we don't do shit. We don't train for shit. You either, can't, you either have a gift, you're either gifted, like Serena allegedly doesn't train, she just has a gift, gift? Yeah. you either have some sort of gift or you have to just show up like knowing this part or being this character already or whatever Mm -hmm. or or otherwise the preference is to hire somebody who is black and british Mm -hmm. so i think that there is i think there is black british
1: privilege Mm
0: -hmm. and i think that there's a way to have that conversation without acting like black british folks aren't black yeah but i don't think that it should be ignored that a lot of these like major roles go to black british folks yeah who are often of continental african like descent Descent, yeah you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like first generation type Mm -hmm. type stuff yeah so that i wish kind of that that would be acknowledged a little bit more on the other end because it seems like that aspect of it is not acknowledged the actor in snowfall right Mm -hmm. now on I think what is that? FX, FX. series? Mm-hmm. I forget his name, but he is black and British, mm-hmm. and his vocal coach is. What is that guy's his name? His dialect coach. His dialect coach, right? What is his name from um, West Side Connection? I
1: don't know. Yay, yay.
0: <laughs> the main character in Snowfall on FX, his mm-hmm. name is Damson, Damson Idris. Mm-hmm. He is a black British dude. His vocal coach, or his dialect coach, mm-hmm. is WC from West Side Connection.
1: And the way that... I push ROMs like, wait, I don't even think that's <laughs> a, That's Ice Cube. I'm sorry, West Coast. The way that...
0: <laughs> he did an interview on Jimmy Kimmel, and I felt like the way in which... Like, you know how they tell a story? They go on these shows, yeah. and they tell a cute, fun story. His yeah. cute, fun story was about meeting and interacting with WC, and the whole conversation was about like their otherness and their differentness. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a cute... Like funny story, he's basically talking about how you know juxtaposing W. C. as like a gangster, a Black American gangster, in comparison to Damson, who is you know this Black British dude from some place that's not allegedly hood or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that story of otherness and differentness is what gives. White America are hard on for these Black British actors. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. It's that oh, you're so different. You're a spe- you're a special black. They love a special yeah. black. Yeah, that's you're exactly a black. what that is. You're so different from Black Americanness. Mm-hmm. You're not what you're portraying on film. You are such a great actor. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because the okay. assumption is that Black Americans are all the same. We're a monolith. We're all whoever whoever the white person is in the room. We are whatever that white person thinks that we are yeah. because they wield the power. Mm-hmm. And that's it. So when as a Black British person you go on a jimmy kimmel and you talk about how a little bit scared you were of it makes uh, them WC. feel better about yes. being a little bit scared about yes. black people who Thank you. are from yes. these
1: places and talk like that and look like that or whatever. It makes them feel okay because, like, look here's this other black person mm-hmm. who is nervous and uncomfortable right. with this kind of black person. Right. So it's not just us, right? It's not just a white thing, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. You know, because other black people are scared of that yeah. too or uncomfortable with yeah. that too. That's what that is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I just, I just wish a little. I wish two things. I wish that black Americans would recognize the casting of Black British folks in some instances, not in all, but mm-hmm. the, in, in some instances, it's a, it's a symptom of white supremacy. Yeah. In some instances, it's a symptom of them looking at Black British folks as more talented, as better, as classically trained, as actually acting. As actually stretching. acting.
1: And probably less problematic when mm-hmm. it comes to staffing and right. all of that other stuff that you think about when you cast a person mm-hmm. um, in any role. Like you generally see because like we said how much british britain is connect to whiteness mm. so it, it just seems a little less i think that i think i'm talking from personal experience of right. dating somebody who was from england mm-hmm. and how people treated him so differently just because of that fucking accent right less and threatening that, yeah it was like less threatening he could be demanding mm-hmm. but because it was in a British accent, it didn't sound as, like, harmful or like, right. anything to be afraid of. So, right. like, even in the space, they're going to feel comfortable working with this person. Mm-hmm. You know, like, all of those other things come mm-hmm. into play, not even just, like, right. them playing the role. Right. So, I, yeah.
0: So, I wish that black Americans would realize that. Piece of it that this is a white supremacy thing. Yeah, this, this is not about like Black British actors coming here and stealing or taking from us. Mm-hmm. And that they are part of the Black diaspora. They experience racism. The experiences that we have here are not so extremely foreign. them um, even though yeah, there are differences, but yeah. like there's still Black people. So that. But then I also wish that Black British folks who come over here and act would recognize that this is a thing that's happening yeah in the same ways in which kind of in the same ways in which light skin privilege operates you know what i'm saying yeah you have to recognize that some roles you're getting because you're light skin some roles you're getting because you're you're british and you have and you have an accent that's Mm -hmm. a thing Mm -hmm. that's a thing that's really happening and it's something um worth thinking about and considering when black Americans are so easily discarded
1: mm-hmm. and i I think that because people are so afraid to well, not us, but people are generally afraid to address white supremacy and address mm-hmm white people right. who create this dynamic we're, we're just arguing just with each other again it's just, just easier for you to take Samuel Jackson's quote and say it means this one thing mm-hmm. rather than saying like not nah, because in that quote it seemed as if he's talking about the system right like this is why they want them mm-hmm. not like um He's yelling at them for wanting right. these things, but right. instead of addressing white supremacy in Hollywood, we rather just bicker with each other, mm-hmm. yell at each other, have diaspora wars on Twitter, and all this other right. dumb shit, rather than and actually continuing the work of white supremacy mm-hmm. by having these conversations, by bickering amongst each other and not addressing what the fuck it is. Like you're not low. We low. see what's happening. We see it. mean, see what you're doing, and, and you know it ain't long. So it just it just makes more sense for us to have these conversations and address white the white supremacy happening in the room, so that it can be, I guess, taken down in that instance. So at the very least, we know what you're doing, that type of thing, yep. rather than us like yelling at each other like mm-hmm. we be doing. We do be doing that. <laughs> like we, be, I've seen it. I saw on Twitter people coming at her. What is her name again?
0: Cynthia Arrivo, Cynthia yeah. I'm um,
1: coming at her, I'm um, stating that a black American should only play Harry Tubman. And I would prefer a black American play Harry Tubman, but it's not yeah. something that I'm like stone cold, like right. you know, like it's because it's I know the system mm-hmm. in which why this is happening, right? So I'm not, it's not in me to yell at this black woman mm-hmm. because of white supremacy setting right. shit up like this right. but i see it happening and it's just mm-hmm. like you know chill out yo let's yell at the right fucking people
0: yeah let's yell at the right people i just got a sigh of relief though that she's not light-skinned because <laughs> <laughs> you know there was a time they never
1: care about our color though
0: they never care it's like
1: ooh, black person everyone is black 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 just put them in this well she's not dark-skinned dark-skinned
0: She's not, but do we know exactly, like, do we know Harriet Tubman's exact hue? In we a, know she wasn't light-skinned.
1: In a picture, she looked dark, but it's also black in my picture, so. Right. But then to me, in a picture, she looks like a dark-skinned black
0: woman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This, you don't consider Cynthia dark-skinned?
1: She's caramel. All right.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do want to add. What? <laughs> this is just to be silly and petty. Um, What's her name again? Cynthia? Um, Arrivo. Cynthia Arrigo. For some Arivo. For some reason unbeknownst to me, enjoyed that lovey <laughs> essay that she wrote a while ago about blackness Oh God. in America, was leads me to question, I can't remember her name again, Christina. Cynthia. Cynthia. <laughs> Cynthia Arriva. <laughs> what leads me to question how she feels about blackness in America and her relations to like stuff like that. Cause she was like, it was a weird tweet. Okay. So this is what, like last year? <laughs> no, this was in August when she, remember when lovey, her response to people talking about harvey terry campbell
0: oh that whole te- oh, okay all right yeah listen <laughs> it's a problem it's okay so here we go so here we go down the diasporadical rabbit hole here we go it's a problem what's her name orgies from insecure mm-hmm. yvonne orgy okay yeah from insecure who is also a comedian Niger- yeah comedian and all stuff also nigerian Inversion. Uh, that too, I don't know if she's still a virgin, but that she was talking about that like a year or so ago. Mm-hmm. But she was on everybody's the place where every 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 uh, bl- all of our favorite black actors love to go on the Breakfast Club, um, where they hate black women. So she was on the Breakfast Club oh my f- again, again because she goes every year. They go every year. It's you know, it's what they do. Why not talk to
1: Charlemagne, the black woman hater? Yes.
0: So she was on there recently, and he asked one of those questions about. First of all, let me say I was not listening to that show. I want that to be clear. Somebody posted (laughs) this clip from somebody's Instagram. They posted it on Facebook. So it was a clip of this Uh particular question. He asked her one of those diasporatical questions. He said, do you think that continental Africans look down on black Americans? And her answer. Oh, and she also does a podcast with Lovey.
1: Oh, she does that with her? I think so.
0: I I think so. I don't know. She's responded by saying, It's not about us. I'm Nigerian. We look down on everybody. It's not about us looking down on anyone. It's about us looking up and who we're trying to get past and what we're trying to do and what we're trying to accomplish and shit like that.
1: That is the most Nigerian answer okay. I've ever heard in my life. Right. Right. In my life. Right. And it's why I'm grateful that Barack Obama is half Kenyan. Because <laughs> <laughs> could <'cause> you imagine?
0: <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. I'm just saying. I don't know. I just feel like it's a general tone deafness. But why (laughs) can't we just accept that niggas is tone deaf? Okay, As we're diasporatical. We are all tone, often ta- times tone deaf to <laughs> one another's cultures, yeah Okay, all that I'm asking is that you niggas, that's not American niggas, stop assuming that you know everything about my culture. So just stop doing that because that was a tone deaf ass response. That was. I know. I don't think that she meant any harm by it. I think she was just trying to divert more towards. It's not about that. It's about this. But okay, that wasn't like a good or helpful that or was answer. Such an
1: Nigerian.
0: Yeah, it was back and corny. But also, answer. it's stuff we're on. We're on. Mike and we talk about black woman shit all day every day from a black american perspective Mm -hmm. there are going to be times when we say stuff and we miss the mark it's going to be times we're here talking about diasporadical shit and we talk we often even though we try and make a conscious effort to be aware that we don't have the range Mm -hmm. to talk about everybody's culture and shit like that it's going to be times when we are tone deaf to some shit of course we hope that you all call us out Mm -hmm. but i think that this feeling that every time a continental African or somebody who is not Black American makes a misstep or says something whack that they could just come back and be like, "Oh, y'all niggas overreacting." No, no. I'm a Black American. I have a culture. Y'all say stupid shit sometimes. Just fucking apologize. Or just fucking be like, "Oh, I didn't think of it that keep way," or I, "I hadn't yourself. considered this," or whatever. Yes, keep it your to you yourself. You are not an expert in my culture, my nigga. You are not. I'm not an
1: expert on yours. No. And I don't try to be. No.
0: Okay. I don't know the difference between Ghanaian Jollof Rice and Nigerian Jollof Rice. I don't either. I don't know. All I
1: know is that I don't date that Nigerian man. (laughs) That's what I know. Ah! (laughs) Okay. (laughs)
0: I'm an equal opportunity dater. As long as you uh, die sporadical. I don't. It's cool, yo. I can't. I date every shade of brown, too. I used to date
1: every shade of... Well, I do date every shade. I used Mm -hmm. to date every diaspora of black man mm-hmm. can't do nigerian men no more really Mm-mm. okay
0: <laughs> i'm trying to think of if, if it's problematic to ask you why which me, is, which is I? less problematic <laughs> to let this go
1: and and not address it or to ask you why some of the most blatant horrible misogyny i've ever gotten from a black man has been from nigerian men. okay i'll just leave it at that
0: i can't imagine experiencing anything more misogynist than i've already experienced so nigerians what's good <laughs> <laughs> no i said Come blanket through. kind Come of blue. like
1: misogynist like all right. i am a man right you are a woman mm-hmm. what's from a nigerian man okay so it kind of scarred me a little bit all right you know. i'm sorry that happened to you just same like, okay well yeah. i'm still out here so <laughs> holla
0: at the kid nigeria what's popping okay we should just make a, a, a segment diaspora radical foolishness <laughs> it's gonna come up every week it's gonna come up every week it should oh, just gosh. be its own thing i don't know so we got t-mail this week t-mail, t-mail. we have a letter <laughs> okay sorry i was reading this they put their name and then they pronounce it i'm yeah. like this did not help but um Haley. yeah I think okay you want to yeah <laughs> like this, this, this didn't really tell us anything
1: oh gosh so i'm gonna read the letter from Haley.
0: <laughs> thank, you. thank you Haley. we hope you're not we're not messing up your name
1: okay um so the subject is t- oh
0: i guess the point is that it's not hell it's Haley. well i was not going to say
1: hell What are you going to say i yeah. was not <laughs> <laughs> but thank you Haley. thank you oh god look look you never know people probably call her hell before so factual. Like, shit factual you never know okay so the subject of this email is tea with queen and jay's impact oh what do we do now Uh-oh. what do we do now dear queen and jay my name is Haley, and i'm also from the bronx you're Yay. I just wanted to write this letter to tell you how much you've done for me through your podcast. I started listening in my last semester of college, and I will listen to your podcast every morning and laugh with y'all like I was sitting right in the same room.
0: Aw, I like that.
1: Doing this was my former self-care, and it really helped start my day off on the right foot. You both were having conversations that I wish I could engage in on a daily basis. Jay, your affirmations and reminding people every week that you're not a lady has inspired me to think about all the ways in which the word lady has been used to oppress me. Yes, that's right. Spread it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, I love that. Oh, I love God.
1: That. Similar to you and many other women growing up, I was always told that's not ladylike or sit like a lady, etc. And that's always bothered me, but I didn't know what to do about it or how to even feel until hearing you talk about it. Knowing that I don't have to accept society's idea of womanhood, Simply because I am a woman is pushing me to become the black woman that I wanted to be. I can now define what this looks like for myself thanks to you. Yes, it's spreading. It's spreading. You're not a lady army. That's right. We're about to take down
0: capitalism. We're about to burn it all to the ground. Burn it to the ground. I hope this is an episode that my dad chooses to listen to. (laughs) We're going to burn it down. We could send him this clip.
1: Right? (laughs) Queen, as a queer femme raised in an environment in which sexuality is not talked about, listening to you speak about your sexuality in a way makes my experience feel normal. Because I am in a heteropresenting relationship, a lot of times I feel as though I have to prove my queerness to the world, which ultimately makes me feel like I am not enough hearing you talk about being heteroromantic made something click in my head and made me realize that sexuality presents itself in many ways so I should not be pressured to fit in a box of what society has told me queerness looks like. Wow. So it's like...
0: She wasn't able to talk about sexuality at all.
1: Yeah, which sounds like me.
0: Right. That mm-hmm. wasn't a, up for a debate or conversation. And you sitting here talking about your experience mm-hmm. with your sexuality yes. and your queerness yes. has made her feel more comfortable in this experience that she had been shamed into not discussing. Yeah. That, wow. that's interesting
1: It is, and it's awesome listening to your affirmations every week has inspired me to do the same for myself every now and again i forget that i forget that like queen i am a bad bitch and that i am enough but these affirmations help me to remember who the fuck i am and she left you know that's one of my favorite emojis when she got her hand Eh. up like i love and admire what you both do and i look forward to the continued growth of this podcast yours truly Haley pronounced Haley. Haley. (laughs) this was really dope for myself with with you all about queerness i like that i am presenting something to you that you never thought about before because i didn't i had to figure this shit out for myself and i'm still Mm -hmm. trying to figure it out for myself so it's nice to hear that me openly figuring it out for myself is also helping other um, people whose queerness doesn't fit in this tight box right so that was that was really nice to hear mm-hmm. it Made me feel a tingling inside Aww, yeah. that's nice thank and as, you so much and as always be a bad bitch not a lady that's right
0: <laughs> do that do that unless being a lady is your thing you then you could do that too i you guess know? you could I because it's people, it's people that are very closely tied to their ladyhood or whatever that means for them, and you do that. Just leave me out of it. <laughs> That's all that I ask. That's all that I ask. Okay,
1: so um, do you want to take a break?
0: Oh, uh, let's take a break. Yeah. Okay. Money, money,
1: money, money. <laughs> do money. You,
0: do you know what this year
1: is? Um, what's this year? Well, it's
0: 2018. But do you know what 2018 is all about?
1: what every year is all about
0: yeah but like
1: giving black women year. your money
0: yes so give okay. black women your money hashtag pay black women yo okay okay
1: so, so how do they give black women their
0: money well they can start by giving us their money oh yes yes we do this dope ass women's race nerd podcast every motherfucking every week sometimes week. twice um, a week yeah yo <laughs> and we could use your loving motherfucking
1: donations um, we definitely can absolutely so how can you do that you can go to our website com. hit that donate tab mm-hmm. and we have two options there so two can, two you become a patron or you can just donate through paypal yep. you choose we mm-hmm. give you a choice that's right. on how you give us money that's right if you want to donate
0: via patreon we're asking all of our listeners to break us off two dollars a month
1: Choice. Oh my god, we're gonna get money again <laughs> all the time, yes. And we're black all the time. Alright,
0: so we have a pay black woman this week. Give me your fucking money! <laughs> which we always do. I don't know why I said it like I was, it was new. <laughs> um our pay black women segment is when we feature black and indigenous women who are running their own business. Or perhaps they are raising money for something. It could be an organization. It It could could be just be somebody needs like fucking $20 from everybody for their rent. It could be, again, creatives. Mm -hmm. It could be business initiatives. Anything that involves giving a black woman your money, a black or indigenous woman your money, this is where the time that we take to shout that shit out. Yes. And you are welcome to T mail us their information at mm-hmm. J at gmail.com. And we will share the ones that we want to share. Yep. You know? So send that
1: shit to us. <laughs> we'll share the ones that we want
0: to share. We sh- we'll share the ones we feel like sharing. Yeah. Cause so
1: you will be doing some things. Yeah. All right. So this week's Pay Black Woman is Ultraviolet. Ultraviolet is a lifestyle brand that was founded by designer Nicole Membane. Think I don't I know if it's right?
0: Mabani or Mabane. I'm not Mabane sure.
1: or Mabani. Excuse me if I said it wrong. And basically she has, Jay actually had her jewelry first. So Jay has brought a few really her jewelry her pieces. They're mm-hmm. like crystal pieces, but jewelry. And I recently brought a ring from her. What was that last week? Yeah, that was last week. At the Essence, Essence Style. style. Yeah. Essence Street Style. So mm-hmm. since we've been patronizing her, we should.
0: Yes, I actually have her earrings on today. They're very cute. Mm-hmm. She has like amethysts and all the other I different just, rocks just, that I don't be knowing what they are. Yeah. I just be like, oh,
1: this is pretty. Yeah, she has <laughs>
0: necklaces, rings, earrings. She had these like, they were like chokers, but with this like rainbow type of clear kind of thing. But just fun. Yeah. Stuff. Gems and shit. She had these nice earrings last time. Yeah. She does a bunch of different I stuff. Really,
1: yeah, her stuff is really good. Mm-hmm. We see her vending a lot too. Yes. i um, we're out and about in the city. So if you would like to look into some of the jewelry she has, you can do so by going to her Instagram, and that is ultraviolet.nyc. And that's also her website, mm-hmm. ultraviolet.nyc. And she sells things online. On her Instagram, she shows the next places she'll be vending and all of mm-hmm. that stuff. So be sure to check her out and. You know, buy her shit. Give that black woman your money.
0: Yeah, and I always feel good when I buy stuff. If I mm-hmm. buy a bunch of stuff, she'll be like, "Okay, well, just give me this. Just give me that." Mm-hmm. Like it's like yeah. really good, like black girl energy mm-hmm. or yeah. whatever. So be sure to check her out and support her. And y'all out here buying rocks and gems and stones and shit anyway. So yeah, you know, okay, buy them from, from her. her.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you ready for news that's not news? Yes, let's get into news that's not news.
0: In the world where Don Lemon is considered a respectable news anchor. In a world where people respect Don Lemon, Queen and Jay bring you
1: News That's Not News. News that should be news, but it ain't news, because mainstream media wants to feed you the same three stories about transracialism in three different ways, with a special
0: segment by Don Lemon. So here's news that's not news.
1: So, our News That's Not News segment is the segment in which we highlight news stories that mainstream media is not fucking with, or we highlight a perspective, the black woman is race nerd perspective, thats that, us. Yep, that mainstream media is just not touching. So, that is what we do here, and we highlight them here in our News That's Not News segment.
0: Yes. So, this week I wanted to talk about, uh, first of all, trigger warning. Trigger warning, trans murder, trans deaths. Serial killers. I wanted to touch on this. First of all, we don't talk about trans women enough. So there's no... like this particular story is not necessarily something that happened yesterday, but it's something that I think that we need to talk about and consider in order to move forward and be better and do better. and shit Yeah, like
1: and that. there's a huge reason why every episode Jay and I say trans lives matter. Right. Stop killing trans women.
0: Stop fucking killing them.
1: <laughs> I mean, we say it every fucking stop, week for a reason. Stop
0: fucking killing trans women. Like it's a very it's a very serious thing. Yeah. And
1: the life expectancy of a, i think a trans woman of color is 35 i know in new york it's i just about turned that. 35 right you know like yeah. i'm young
0: right right it's scary mm-hmm. and the thought that like one of our trans home girls could be somewhere minding their fucking business and like not come back one of them could leave every time one of my trans friends leaves to go home or wherever it's like okay well let me make Make sure sure that i watch them get into this uber Mm -hmm. because i need to do my part to make sure that you stay alive yeah you know what i'm saying because moving from point a to point b could be dangerous just because somebody don't like how you're walking yeah or that you exist in the world Mm -hmm. that's not okay and i'm just their friend I'm not them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like thinking about that every time they leave the house or every mm-hmm. time they like hang out late. Hang out with us and yes. it's like how you get
1: home? Yeah. It's not, and, and mm-hmm. it's not
0: right. It's not like we can think about that, like how me and you are like, okay, cool, just text when you get no. home. No, I need to actually fucking walk damn near, sit with you in the Uber, yeah. look the guy in the face, and make sure we're okay. Are we all good here? Mm-hmm. Everything's
1: good? And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how it feels. I know it's not a joke, but I picture you like, everything good? Yes. <laughs> I picture your head in the yes. window. Yes, yes. Everything good. Is I know what the fuck you good? look
0: like. Right. Like, do not, mm-hmm. don't, no, Mm-mm. don't try it. Don't try it. So, anyway, sorry, that brought me to a place. Mm-hmm. But I was reading this article. The article is actually from last year, but I, I kind of, there are depths from this year that I also want to discuss. But um, there's this article that came out a year ago uh, in Mississippi. And this particular article, I have a major problem with the language that's used. This particular article, I have a major issue with the language that's used. So, typical things that the media does when reporting trans deaths and murders are misgendering Mm -hmm. or not using the person's government name or their dead name that they no longer use instead of using the name that they've chosen along with the pronouns that they've chosen. Disrespecting the victim that kind of victim blaming and victim shaming is not cool but it's very common in the media this particular article
1: that always, sorry I do not mean to cut you Mm -hmm. off but that also adds to the numbers not being correct as far as the amount of trans deaths because you are telling their stories based on their genitalia or based right. on the sex that they were born mm-hmm. rather than their gender identity. So right. we don't really have like...
0: Proper stats, yes. right? Which is like, it's the difference between recognizing that five trans women have been killed in this particular area yeah, versus, versus which could be like some serial killer yes, shit, versus, versus saying, oh, okay, well, two men and two, forgive me, two cross-dressers yes. and one woman who we're not sure about like all that language it fucks up the stats and it can that, fuck up an investigation yeah how do you know if somebody whether somebody is targeting trans women or, or not, not if, if you, you keep saying jeffrey simmons they calling their yeah, dead name yes. or some shit that they haven't identified as for years yeah you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so that's that's it's bigger. It's bigger than just what a lot of racists like to call being politically correct. Yeah, it's bigger than being politically way bigger correct. Than that. Like people live or die based on the way that we identify them and their stats and, you and al- shit. Like that and it that.
1: allows a lot of these murderers to stay stealth. Yes, like how do you yes. like you said? How do you identify a serial killer who's targeting trans women is in this area? If mm-hmm. you're not saying all of these people right. are trans right. trans women, exactly.
0: You know, um, we're gonna talk more about that. This particular story happened last year when this guy uh trigger warning to this caption so the caption says man stabbed woman he met on dating site 119 times after she told him he was trans she was transgender this is my problem with this right so this woman her name was d wingham she was 25 years old was in mississippi he stabbed her she was dead by the Mm -hmm. time anyone finds her she's dead it's not they have they don't have any of her words they don't have any of her side of the story we know that he stabbed her to death. We know that he... 19 times. 19... 119 times. A oh, 119 yes, times. Yes, yes. We know that he brutally murdered, murdered her. her. There was footage that showed them walking to walking to her hotel room together. So based on that footage, an Air Force instructor who saw this, I guess they were like shown it on TV or whatever, the murderer worked with or was familiar with, recognized him from that video and alerted the police. Mm-hmm. So once again d is dead she's gone so there's no way to get her side of the story so this whole caption about
1: has already decided that she in quotations because that's not what Jay and i believe right She tricked them. Yes. Which which is the narrative that people like to use to blame trans women for their deaths. Yes. So his
0: whole story is, oh, she told me and I lost it. So this is a quote from the murderer. She Mm -hmm. told me she was trans after we had sex and I lost it and I blacked out and I stabbed her. First of all often trans women are desired Mm -hmm. okay there are people interested in dating and loving and being with trans Trans women women. yeah that's it so the need and the necessity even the, the need and the necessity for like this narrative of like tricking somebody or that the only way that i could be with someone is by tricking them into thinking that i'm a cis woman yeah This is fucking propaganda. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we're taking the word of this murderer who could have easily been told is people, is straight men, okay, who date trans women or who, because I want to make a distinction between straight men who are consensually and properly and healthily dating trans women Mm -hmm. versus these fucking crazy people who are out here murdering people, Mm -hmm. right? So, but they are crazy motherfuckers like this guy who will knowingly date, have sex with consensual sex with a trans woman and then kill her. Yeah. That's people do that shit all the time. It's people who do that to the cis, cis women. women who go out with them, date them, have sex with them and fucking kill, kill them, them and stab them 119 times. Yeah. So this whole narrative that the only way that he would have slept with her is if he thought she was cis Or he was tricked into doing this horrible thing. And that's what happens. Trans women know that their lives are often in danger. Yeah. Okay. So the likelihood of like trying to pull a fast one or trick somebody into possibly doing something that they don't want to do. It's not. That doesn't happen to the rates in which white supremacist patriarchal capitalism, the mainstream media, what have you think. Yeah. That's not the case. Mm -hmm. And it's a part of the narrative that helps and encourages society to treat trans women as less than human yeah treat them as disposable not let them use the bathroom but
1: it also feeds the narrative that everything that happens to women bad Mm -hmm. cis or cis or trans is our fault right it's always our fault Mm -hmm. like this woman is dead how is this her fault like why is it why is men Mm -hmm. fragile masculinity Mm -hmm and taking that out on cis or trans like why is that always our fault that
0: they would take the word of this murderous murderer he's a murderer a violent vicious murderer they would take his word over it they're not even saying allegedly Mm -mm. you know what i'm saying because she she's not here to defend herself she's not here to tell you her side of the story they're not even saying they are blindly taking the word of an actual whole ass murderer. Yeah, we know this motherfucker is a whole entire murderer, and the independent UK is fucking taking his word as bible as yeah, law. Like, yo, like this
1: is what happened. He wild out. She should. Yeah, told
0: obviously. Him. I mean, she was trans, she so told him. obviously that's what happened. I mean, shouldn't be
1: tricking All she
0: had to do was was tell him from the beginning.
1: That's crazy.
0: Yeah. So anyway, so I want. And even to- if
1: she told him, like, I'm um, even if let's say you believe this stupid idea right. that he was tricked. Right. I have the privilege of being cis, mm-hmm. so I don't know this experience. When is the right time to tell someone? Right. You know what I mean? Like how? Like like there's right. no trickery happening. Right. Because if you're a bigot and you don't believe that trans lives matter, mm-hmm. you don't need a reason.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that story struck out that we would, as a society, look at this article, think it's okay, and believe the word of a fucking murderer, okay, over even saying allegedly, or according to so-and-so, or his story is, or he claims, it's just like, that was just a given, like, oh, she told him after. Yeah, and the
1: the, the headline should be trans woman murdered. Yes. Whatever whatever her name is. Man
0: stabs woman 119 times. times
1: there's a headline after sex and after that, dating yeah and that's that's a you can you will click that story right like right. you know it's just that's just fucking yeah gross.
0: It's, it's gross it's problematic it's sensationalizing trans murder Mm-hmm. okay and that whole like story like like kind of like well look at this like freak show kind and i of thing. think that
1: it's important to within that headline i think it is important to say that say her name mm-hmm. and say that this trans woman was murdered so people understand how real this right. shit is right. you know like right. these women are murdered at alarming numbers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i feel that and I could just be saying this as a cis person, but I feel that if, if people saw that more, like trans women murdered, trans women murdered, right. trans women murdered, that, low, no, this is a fucking problem. Because, mm-hmm. um, the fuck? Yeah. Rather than sh- man tricked by mm-hmm. woman. Right. Right.
0: Because it's always what happens. To, he was the victim. Yeah. He's the victim in this story about him being a murderer. He still ends up being We're a, a victim. victim. Somehow we found a way to make him a victim gross so that's gross and disgusting so i just wanted to alert people to that like we're we are supposed to be critically thinking about Mm -hmm. these things we're supposed to be critically thinking and analyzing these news captions when we read them and i think this is one that people just let like slide Mm -hmm. and like just goes right over a lot of people's heads because it's okay to dehumanize trans people and so we read these things like it's not even Happening, yeah, but that within that article, D. Wingham Mm -hmm. is being victimized again, yeah, you know what I'm saying? She's already been the victim of a murder, she's gone, her family has lost her, we'll never hear from her again, yeah, and now also we're re victimizing her in this article. And by sharing this article, even well intended, um, because I saw this because a well intended person shared it to highlight trans murders and deaths, Mm -hmm. so. There was that whole conversation and I'm looking, I'm like, but wait a minute, let's talk about what's happening in this caption. Yeah, this is violent. Mm-hmm. This is a problem. And they were like, oh, shit, I hadn't even. Yeah, that went right over my head. You're absolutely right. You know what I'm saying? Like this, we need to make sure that we are thinking critically just the same way that black victims are criminalized yeah when violence happens against them it's the same Same thing that happens happens, with trans folks yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and and most often like these are these are black folks so most often trans women of color in particular Mm -hmm. they are dying and being murdered they're being murdered at alarming rates yeah Um, something else i wanted to highlight that has been happening more recently in jacksonville florida there's potentially a serial killer running around killing Mm -hmm. trans women so celine walker 36 was killed in february Antasha English or Antasha? I'm not sure the hyphen there. I want to respect the hyphen. Thirty-eight was murdered in June, like early June, mm-hmm. and Catalina Christina James. 24 was murdered uh, later in the month of june and then this is not a trans woman but jesse sumlar who identified as a man but he also did drag Mm -hmm. he was also killed in jacksonville florida and i mentioned him and a few other places have mentioned him because the activists are saying that there may be a serial killer and so jesse's murder may have been associated with the serial killer thinking that he was a trans woman Woman. or associating his drag persona with transness and just that whole thing. Um, So just something to keep in mind. Like this is, there may be a serial killer in Jackson, Florida killing trans women. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, niggas need to be talking about this Mm -hmm. there's an activist there who in jacksonville florida who's been trying to get law enforcement to explore this as a potential serial killer situation instead of all isolated incidents that's the other thing with this is that trans murders are often not taken seriously and like in the way that again just women women being killed it's just not taken seriously like oh they shouldn't have worn that yeah. were they a sex worker were they involved they in have some to underhanded- be the right
1: kind of victim right that's yes. usually yes. how it has yes.
0: to be yes and unfortunately in this country transness already crosses you off the list yeah. of being a right kind of victim mm-hmm. okay because in this country trans folks are not acknowledged as human yeah you know so that shit is happening. Mm-hmm. So activists are trying to get law enforcement to recognize that this this is possibly like a serial killer yeah. situation and mm-hmm. not just like random one-offs. Um, and it's all uh, like gun violence. They're all being uh, sh- fucking shot to death, which is whack. Um, in the U.S. so far, I, th- I believe 19 trans women
1: have been murdered. But like we said, numbers aren't always accurate exactly. because people misgender yep. people all the mm-hmm. time. Mm
0: -hmm. something that glad mentions their website. They've been like kind of keeping track and making sure these women's names are being properly noted and mentioned Mm -hmm. and that their pronouns are correct and things like that. So there's like a running list that glad is keeping glad is also calling on the media to quote report on the brutal violence perpetrated against transgender people, particularly transgender women of color respect and used the lived identity name and pronoun of the victim. There's also GLADS doubly victimized reporting on transgender victims of crime offers clear guidelines for reporting respectfully on stories where transgender people have been victimized by crime. There's also a GLADS media reference guide, which has a glossary of terms um, to use. So we're in media this mm-hmm. is, like, for other podcasters. Anybody who's in media should know how to discuss and talk about yeah. trans folks. And if you are lacking in that, which I think many of us are, mm-hmm. like, fucking brush up on that shit. There there are tools for you to use and things at Listen your disposal. Listen to Marsha's Plate. Listen to motherfucking Marsha's Plate, Plate, Plate podcast, yo.
1: There's lots of tools there. Mm-hmm.
0: Lots of tools, lots of information. Diamond actually does trainings yeah yeah she will actually come to your fucking workplace and tell you how to talk to people mm-hmm. and like what to do and what to say and how to engage with one another and shit like that yeah and um, she, you
1: know she's nicer than us
0: <laughs> she's a lot nicer than us
1: yeah she's a lot nicer, nicer. than us <laughs> yeah very kind
0: yes <laughs> she is she's nicer than us mike.com has unerased counting transgender lives. I'm going to put that in the show notes. Mm-hmm. It's a comprehensive and interactive database looking at transgender murders since 2010. And then I talked about the reference guides. I'll put those in the show the show notes as well. Yeah. So stop killing trans women. Yes. Stop, stop making light of trans stuff and transness. It makes it easier for folks to get away with killing
1: trans women. And stop re-victimizing trans women. Right it is not their fault that they're being murdered
0: that's not how any of this works at all mm-hmm.
1: at the fuck all mm-hmm. <sighs> so you ready for the pit yep let's to, the get pit. to the pit everybody strap in
0: about to open some fucking windows the new triple x has got to be more dangerous deadlier more attitude who the fuck is this asshole Say what again? Say what again? I
1: dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. So, Jay, what is the pit?
0: The pit is where we throw people, places, and things that are trying to deplete and rid us of our black ass, black joy. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, that's what it is, yo. Let's throw somebody in there.
1: Yeah, so I am throwing the CEO of CBS into the pit. His name is Les Moonves. Recently, it's been highlighted in the news about his, what is it, sexual harassment Mm -hmm. Allegations. allegations that are going on. But that is not why I'm throwing him in the pit. I'm throwing him in the pit because of what he did to my dear friend, Janet Jackson.
0: Mr. Right. Jackson, if you're nasty. Yes,
1: everyone knows on the show how much I love Jenna Jackson. Mm-hmm. And according to this article on the Huffington Post, that after... Um Janet Jackson Super Bowl controversy where she had the nip slip. Nipplegate. Yes, nipple mm-hmm. That he has been responsible for blacklisting a lot of her career after that. Wow. And other entertainers also, but in this article, they're mostly talking about Janet Jackson. Right. But for the most part, if he doesn't like you, he will do whatever he can to ruin your fucking career.
0: Mm-hmm. Just for the babies real quick who don't know, um, Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake a million years ago performed... <laughs> <laughs> at the super bowl so this is back when mtv was was uh producing the yeah. halftime mm-hmm. and they perform together and uh at the end of the performance justin pulls off He's supposed to be... He pulls off like a portion of her top. Yeah. And I think it's supposed to... Re- supposedly, it's, to it's re- supposed re- to reveal, reveal a bra. lace. Right. Like, like a red lace bra. And the whole the thing, thing ends up coming off. And, and her, her nipple. nipple. You see her nipple. And she has like a star um nipple ring around it or whatever. Uh-huh. And so that was the big issue. And back in, at the time they she apologized she said it was a it was a wardrobe malfunction malfunction. but then they asked for an additional apology Apology. they wanted her to fucking apologize at this award show and fucking apologize everywhere she went they were
1: supposed to apologize he banned them for um being at the grammys that was happening i think the following week or Mm -hmm. some shit like that And she's like, no, I already said my apology. But Mm -hmm. Justin Timberlake's punk ass apologized so that he could perform at the Grammys. Yes. He hung her
0: out to To dry. dry. So Justin Timberlake did not stand by her. He hung her out to dry. With this new information, it's it's probably clear uh, Les Moonves was trying to ruin his career as well. Mm -hmm. But we don't care because Justin should have... Stand to stand by Janet yeah. Jackson, yo. Stand yeah. by the OG.
1: So, um, it's been reported by the Huffington Post that because Janet didn't uh, apologize before the Grammys or whatever, that public apology that um Les Moon Moonves wanted, that he decided to blacklist her. So, just to rewind, um, CBS got a five hundred and fifty thousand dollar fine. For That and then there was a lot of backlash for him, so he was embarrassed. They kind of say that in the article, how he was embarrassed, he had to pay all this money, and blah, blah 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 blah, whatever. But after that, Janet Jackson had an album that was coming out about two months after that, Demeter Joe album, and he ordered all of viacom to not play her video so that's vh1 and mtv at the time and he also ordered viacom owned radio stations to not play her music which drastically wow. fucked up her album sales for jamita mm-hmm. joe i think i only know one song from jamita joe and i'm a janet jackson fan you're right you um, know what
0: i thought i just didn't like it because it wasn't a good album but never heard anything i never heard anything and there's probably videos that would have been good
1: Sometimes, a lot of times, videos make you like the song.
0: Yeah. All I know is there was one video. When she was playing with the Cocoa
1: Puffs.
0: That was the album, right? That's
1: Mary J. Blige oh that is <laughs> I'm like but, but I like what I see, even <laughs> when I, when I see when I walking by in the mirror wait. I'm like that's okay, Mary wait. J. Blige <laughs>
0: no this is it, this is it. <laughs> it's all for you oh that was it if you so how about this I don't like either one of those songs all for you. That's, oh, I, like I don't like those. that Mary J. song
1: I, like both I don't those. like
0: that other one okay I like
1: both of
0: those um, well I thought ew, I just didn't like that album because mm-hmm. of that stupid song and I wouldn't like the rest but maybe <laughs> it's because I
1: didn't see oh anything God, else at that body, that thing that never seen. This is when she nice had just changed right? choreographers. I, ain't Don't like I didn't like the, like the, the choreography. I didn't like the choreography in yeah. this I didn't like the choreography. Yeah,
0: that's what I thought. I thought this was of Janet's own doing, but <laughs> apparently no. It was the, the white man, man. man. The white man. So always the, the was white fucking man. Fuck with
1: her career yo. because wow. she didn't apologize. Again. Not because mm-hmm, again. mm-hmm publicly yeah. so she apologized to him on a personal level i she guess she did a
0: video where she said it was a uh, like to everyone where she was like this no was but he wanted slit. his own right he wanted more, he wanted I, more. I know i'm right.
1: demanding you apologize but i just want the
0: listeners to know that she did do like somewhat of a public apology mm-hmm. like this was not intentional so, it was, was, nip was nip slit. The, da, da, da. Da. he wanted more they, yes. they always
1: fucking want more and she was like nah mm-hmm. i'm not doing that i already right. did what i needed to do so he like went on to like fucking ruin her career and it makes me upset to find out this story also while this Serena Williams stuff is going on and mm-hmm. it's another like white man fucking up opportunities with black right. women and then demanding apologies. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, no, this is not how. It's just burns me inside to know that that's always going to be a black woman's workplace regardless of how big and grand and how much you try to financially secure yourself. So you don't have to go through that on a Mm -hmm. a small, a lower level Mm -hmm. or a more smaller level. Like this is going to be my work life and Mm it's, it, makes me angry it makes me feel kind of trapped it mm-hmm. makes me feel like shit the fuck i gotta move to jupiter to yeah. fucking be black and free well when you
0: move to jupiter you get more stupider so you can't go there. Well, that's where the boys live right but i gotta go yeah. Mars so
1: i could be a star there you go that's where i gotta go mm-hmm. like it's just fucking crazy yeah. that i we do this show we do these things to create black free spaces and i know that the more we work and the bigger we get or whatever Mm -hmm. that there's gonna be some shit like this and I know I'm gonna be like Janet Mm -hmm. and be like nah Mm -hmm. and it's gonna fuck with my money like right. even on a personal level well, that kind of type of thing what well, hasn't happened that happens that what's, happens to me anyway a sad. lot of my work life has been because right. I'm not doing that right. so I make a lot less mm-hmm. in the industry I work in now in the industries yeah. I worked in before because it's like I'm not doing all of that shit mm-hmm. and it's costing me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: and I just wanted to alert people that does happen to us it just happens to us with black men white white men haven't haven't had their hands on us oh yes with us yet, yes but, but, but no, black no shit has all the happened time. shit yeah. has happened with our podcast and our, our upward like mobility and our movement and shit that have been at the hands of black
1: men yep. Um, yep you're right
0: and speak on it yeah so don't think that that shit is not happening we just have not like white folks aren't fucking with us anyway so we're just rarely being fucked
1: with by. but we know men. the thing is that we know we experience it but then we know that those are symptoms of white supremacy right you know what i'm saying so right. that's probably why that's not something i screamed about mm-hmm. on this show because it's i'm more i'm So I'll scream at white supremacy. Right, right. right. And we have, no, but we
0: have talked about it. Yeah, I'm just saying that
1: that's, Mm -hmm. but that is a symptom of white supremacy and feeling that there's only one spot Mm -hmm. and that fucking scarcity model Mm -hmm. and all of that other shit that we talk against all the time Mm -hmm. on the show. But just realizing that because we we say often that that's that's this industry. No, Mm -hmm. that's all the industries. That's all of them. Yeah. All of them. Like I could be a fucking doctor right now going through this Mm -hmm. shit. And it's, ridiculous it hurts my feelings sometimes it makes me feel defeated yeah but like shit like to know that janet jackson has to go through this that serena williams has to go through this that michelle obama has to go through it's like what the fuck like what do we have to do Mm -hmm. what is there to do yeah you know so he goes in the pit and everyone else who kind of follows that model taking black women's money and shit Mm -hmm. so as if it's not hard enough All I want is my little 68 cent. Y'all don't even give me a dollar. Mm -hmm. Guess we did a show. We
0: did a motherfucking show. All right. (laughs) All right. Be sure to follow us on all the social meds we are at t with qj on twitter and instagram we are t with queen and j on facebook and tumblr we are at t with queen and j.com that's our website please mm-hmm. be sure to check that shit out it's all type of shit there you can send us t-mail at t with queen and j at gmail.com be sure that you are subscribed to this podcast wherever you're listening subscribe to that shit uh rate us leave us a pleasant note with your ratings yes. so that people know that we're a great podcast mm-hmm. and see that people actually listen to this show. That's I saw important. that person
1: on Caspock who corrected us saying it's Elvin. Not oh, Calvin. <laughs>
0: thank you. You never we have s- been corrected everywhere. Yeah.
1: Been corrected. Y'all never say anything on Castbox, I'm Sorry, y'all. But when y'all want to, right? it's to say I
0: Elvin. said I was sorry. <laughs> um so be sure to do that. We thank you and we appreciate you for that shit and it really does help in other folks recognizing and hearing and learning about this yes. podcast. Mm-hmm. What else? Are we going to be anywhere? Are we doing anything?
1: No. Thank you for all the birthday love. A lot of listeners were saying happy birthday to me. I appreciated that. that. had a good birthday week, although people try to ruin it. that's why we had to have the episode a day late but we will oh get into
0: that oh my god no let's bring it okay. up since we're talking about it bring now bring it up I just basically want to thank everybody I know it doesn't seem like a big deal to post your show like a day late like last week we posted the show a day late it doesn't I know to some people seem like a big deal to just, a big just deal. post the next day it's a big deal it's a big fucking we get deal. supported we get y'all give us donations and shit you want your shit on Tuesday we want to put it out on Tuesday not to mention when we can't put it out when we say we're going to put it out it fucks up our the entire, entire week. week so our whole Week was fucked up because two people want to act like we're not doing actual work in here, yeah. And so it's not okay. It's not right. And I appreciate everybody who was supportive and like y'all were super cool and nobody like cursed us out or anything. Yeah. So mm. it's fine because they if, know better. Well, that too. It's 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 not about like we don't want to we don't want to disappoint y'all, and we also have a schedule. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And we like working with people who take this seriously and take what we do seriously and take us seriously. Yeah. So that majorly fucked shit up so we're like reworking things and doing stuff behind the scenes thanks to everybody who reached out to us and said hey we can help you with this we can help, help you with that, that or whatever yeah. that was incredibly helpful um so thank you yo
1: yeah uh, this is really a community and we appreciate
0: it yeah we do we do that that meant a lot to us to have your support anything else popping off all right we're going to um tos podcast live show that's happening on september 29th Buy a ticket to that shit, yo. We donated some tickets mm-hmm. so that uh, two of y'all could go for free. They're going to give those out on their show and that's the Officially Street Podcast. So check them out and libations to them. Anything else?
1: Nope, that is all. All right.
0: <laughs> Hashtag T with QJ.
1: Hashtag Black Lives Matter.
0: Hashtag Stop Killing Trans Women. Trans Lives Hashtag matter. Don't You Ever in Your Life Kill a Trans Woman. I feel like hopefully our listeners are not out here like killing people.
1: Look, you never know. You know, come on guys they're not killing trans women but they might kill someone okay. you never wanted to kill somebody
0: don't kill stop killing trans women i'm not doing this with you <laughs> <laughs> not today stop killing trans i know women. last tuesday i black, wanted to kill somebody black, li- well we haven't heard from them so maybe they're dead
1: <laughs> black lives matter
0: say her name maybe um, he doesn't hit you foresee mm-hmm. here yeah foresee here forever why i stayed sexually liberated woman hashtag unpack bg Bag Ladies, Queer Walk Pod, Inner Uprising, Hashtag Maura Kelly
1: hashtag mute R Kelly yes. hashtag Marsha's Play. while I was at home yesterday short story mm-hmm. my roommate getting dressed R Kelly song played outside and she went like this and then, no. she said, and then she said fuck fuck and then she finished doing her makeup and I was uh, like "That's I live with the right so person she, she
0: did, this is a podcast she did a body roll yeah she did a body so roll she and then she was just like doing makeup and did a body roll yeah. just like fuck cause those songs that music bro, <laughs> is so ingrained into like our history yeah shit, cause we let this shit go on for so long for so long even though he married Aaliyah like over 20 years ago, and niggas just let that shit rock like it was no big deal. Calling himself hey. a Pied Piper. Oh my God. The fuck was That's wrong like calling yourself like a fucking
1: rapey pedophile. Yeah. A rapey rapist a pedophilist Gosh. pedophile but she was so angry she did that body roll mm. and i appreciated I her it. anger i feel
0: that anger <laughs> i feel it i feel it i feel it any other hashtags mm. um hashtag support black podcasts. hashtag support poc pods. hashtag
1: pod in, hashtag pods in color yep disability to white mm-hmm. film this yep hashtag spoony chat mm-hmm. okay let's get out of here all right peace
0: <laughs> Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and you are listening to Marsha's Plate. And before we get started with the show, I wanted to let y'all know that if you are looking for a womanist race nerd podcast, then I got the perfect one for you. (laughs) When I wake up on a Tuesday notifications on my phone. I
1: know it's a brand new life. A brand new episode. Oh, oh, oh. Tea with Queen and Jay.
0: Mm-hmm. Fucking up white supremacy and patriarchy.
1: White make the default for Queen. And don't call Jay a fucking lady. Tea with Queen and Jay. No. Hey. No.
0: Race nerds talking shit over tea, dismantling white supremacy, patriarchal capitalism, one episode at a time. I'm Queen and this is Jay. And this is TV Queen and Jay. Ow. <laughs> uh, y'all know y'all say that shit. Well, this is Diamond telling you to have a lovely day with TV Queen of Jay. Now let's get back to the show. Thanks for tuning in to Marshall's Play.